Hello, this is one of your co-hosts, Andrew Duggan, and you are listening to the DC Hub Podcast, only on our Facebook groups. Down in the description below are our Facebook groups. Check them out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the special edition of the DC Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. William D. Morgan. I also have my co-host with me, Andrew. Andrew, how you doing today, my friend? Doing good. Good, 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 good. We have a special treat for you right now. We have Mr. Michael Watson with us, editor-in-chief at Freestyle Comics. How you doing today, my friend? Uh, I'm doing fine. Actually, uh, some of my uh, information got updated. Uh, Danny Cooper is now the editor-in-chief of Freestyle Comics, and I am the publisher of Short Fuse Media now. Okay, okay, okay. I was trying to do some research on you, and that's what I found. I'm not it, bad. It, it just <laughs> happened like a week or so ago, so I, I'm new to the role. So it's a fresh new promotion. Cool, man. Congratulations to you. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, man. I got Andrew on the line. I understand you and Andrew know one another. Yes, Andrew is an avid supporter of Short Fuse. Uh, he gets tons of books, and he's always jumping in on the things that we had. He jumped in on Gamer Night last week. I think we're going to do that again this week, too. That was fun. Uh, but he participates in all our contests. He gets tons of books from Short Fuse. Uh, avid, uh, I, I want to say that I think he is the, the current number one fan for Short Fuse. I don't think anybody has him beat. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What do you, what do you guys play on Gamer Night? Uh, this past gamer night, we played Destiny 2 on PlayStation 4. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Andrew, I didn't know you had a PS4, man. I have one myself. Well, um, I don't have a PS4. I have an Xbox, but but um, I was um watching the um stream and um participating in um in the um, chat and all that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Man, <clears throat> so Michael, man, tell us a little bit of what you got going on. What was it? What was your time like at Marvel? First of all. Uh, well. I'm working on Upper Deck's uh, Marvel sketch card session. So I, I do all the ske- – well, not all of them, but I am a freelancer through Upper Deck, and I, I have access to the Marvel license while drawing those sketch cards. I've done six sets uh, so far. Two of them were just premiere um, for the first two sets I did. Then I got the Black Panther movie set. Um, then I got uh, an X-Men set, which I was very, very excited to get because X-Men is what got me into um, comics. And uh, then I did uh, Marvel Masterpieces okay. uh, was my last one. Actually, uh, just got approved. All my cards got approved for that, but I can't reveal uh, what cards they are yet. Of course, of course. <clears throat> and then um, I just finished up one that I'm waiting back for. Um, which is the sixth uh, set that I've done. But, again, none of those cards have improved, so I can't say what set that is. Right, right. I understand. I understand. Tricks of the trade. Tricks of the trade. We ain't hating on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what you got for Michael today? Um, I know that on the um, hashtag short fuse all access group, um, you you have a um, thing going on right now for, for, for today. I'm a crossover thing. Yes, um, yes. What, what um crossover would you like to see with um short fuse and um any other comic about uh, dude so uh right now uh probably the one that i'm i'm egging for there's ah, that's kind of a tie um one that i really want to do is that is with Catherine's. uh they call her the dancer um uh, and my character 
uh, the wolf. Uh, Wolf's a bounty hunter, uh, but I kind of advantage this tag tag team where uh, before Wolf gets fired from the force, she's a detective, and she's investigating a slew of grisly murders uh, that have an assassination feel to them, and uh, she ends up going head-to-head with Dancer, they, they, um, and then Wolf can actually understand Dancer's perspective um, or where she's coming from and why she's doing this, and they team up and kill one of the uh like the mafia guy that she's trying to assassinate or whatever and that would lead to one of the reasons why uh wolf gets fired as a detective and she begins her life as a bounty hunter hunting down extra humans uh in the freestyle comic verse <clears throat> so i'm assuming extra humans in your world is like metahumans yes sir okay okay <clears throat> cool 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 what, what else you got Andrew? um can, can you um Give us a um, I, I don't really know it that a, a um a little sneak peek at um your current Kickstarter. Uh, all right, let me see here. Is it gonna let me do it? Can I do it here? Let's see. Snapshot, share screen. All right, there you go. Now my screen is there super. Let's see. I love all these new features that they added up to Skype. Man, this is exciting. <laughs> Let's see here. You must be Hold using the. Me... You must be using Microsoft Skype. Um, maybe I think so. Yeah, you may be using Microsoft Skype. Uh, I'm a, I'm originally a podcaster. Um, I do the DC Hill podcast. I also do the sports report on Rant and Radio. And one of the things we do is take phone calls. And the thing I hate about the new Skype, it won't let you add to an oncoming, an ongoing call or an ongoing conversation. What you have mm-hmm. to do is have every everybody call in advance, and then you do the call. And that's frustrating as all get out. <laughs> <laughs> I had to switch that. I had to dial this Skype back to classic Skype, so <clears throat> for it, for it to do what I needed to do. All right, I think. All right, so I found some stuff here. Okay, I'll give you guys a sneak peek into the uh, the the newest issue. Okay, uh, which is Heroes International Three. I'm clicking the share screen right now. We are getting some awesome views. Let me see here. I don't see anything happening. Oh, I got an image up. Yeah. Oh, you got an image up? Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's the cover. It was drawn by Anna Diamico. Okay. Uh, and it's the Heroes International team. Uh, I absolutely love this cover because you get a clear and present view of the difference in size and frame of each one of these characters. Everybody looks unique. Mm-hmm. You can the. I don't even have to say the word diversity because this cover is diverse. It shows it. Yeah. It's everything. Like, so, uh, one of the reasons I love Heroes International so much is because there's a chance that there's at least one character on this team that you can get behind, um, either because that person looks like you, or looks like somebody you know, or you can relate to their personality. Um, Titan and um, Human are my favorite characters. Uh, this is Titan right here, if you can see my mouse. Oh, wow, I can zoom in on it. Bam! Awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love Titan, absolutely. And then my other favorite character is Human, because mm-hmm. we both share uh, the wide bellies. But our, the rest of our bodies are in perfect shape, but we got the guts. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, so gotcha. That's why I, I like him a lot. Let's zoom that back out. All right, so here is... Who's the brother in the white mask? Uh, that's Spyware. Okay. Uh, he's... And he can communicate with technology. Okay. Um, any technology, he can speak with it. He can have a conversation with it and get to do whatever he wants. This is page one um, with no text of Heroes International number three. Wow. 
Wow. We got some sneak peeks right here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, exclusive stuff because you know I got I got to hook my boy up, man. He's always supporting <laughs> us. Let's get let's give y'all the hot let's give y'all the hotness. There you go. Appreciate you as always, man. Whoa. Uh, this is page two. Okay. Yeah, I just again, I just really love the feel that Anna captured with her art here. Um, you just really get to see the size and, and variety of characters here. She really Amazing. did her thing on here. Amazing. Uh, and this is oh wait, sorry, nope. And here's page three. Wow. Show you uh, show you a couple pages from uh, issue two. This is the cover. That was drawn by Quinn McGowan, and we absolutely love this. this is a cla- this first, this is like a classic throwback to ninety cover, nineties covers. About to say, it sort of kind of remember it could, resembles uh, some early Midhouse stuff from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, this is page one, which is kind of a flashback to give you a little information on Titan. We actually reveal Titan's whole origin in Cypher number one. Mm-hmm. It's an eight-page story, and you can see how Cypher's powers came into play and where she comes from. Let me ask you this. Where can I, where can I, where can I pick up this book? Uh, you'll be able to get uh, Heroes International 1, 2, and 3 mm-hmm. in the Kickstarter. Okay. okay. So we have t- different tiers and stuff that allow you to get them digitally and allows you to get them um, in print. Okay. It looks awesome. And here's the second page. Again, uh, really, really enjoy this book for the variety of characters we have in here. So that was a little bit of peek into there. Wow, that was amazing, man. That's good stuff. So very, very excited to get this book under the Short Fuse roster. Been waiting a while uh, to get it there. Uh, You know, uh, in case you didn't know, a little tidbit, we are rocking over 50 published comic books at Short Fuse right now. Um, so, uh, and we try to give um, our part of our plan, part of our technique is that when we release books, we want to give each book its moment to shine. Right. Um, you know, get them established, especially for the number one issues. Um, we really want people to get familiar with it and take some time with them and things like that. Uh, so when you're dealing with over 50 comic books, there's a, there's a nice little line <laughs> for release dates and stuff. Right. I'm about to ask you. So do you stagger release dates to give one book? A little bit of a shine than the other than the other ones come out is after that time frame. That yeah, we'll do it? some okay. we'll do some code releases on some titles that are already established or whatnot. Um, but really, whatever book ends up getting. Uh, uh, so actually, I just had my um, end of the year roundup meeting with the editors and chiefs, aka the joint chiefs of uh, Short Fuse, and that's where we talk about our scheduling for next year. So everyone tells me pretty much what books are almost done or about to be on the verge of completion or are done already. Okay. Um, and then once they, they they have to come up with a promotional plan, the way they want to release the book, what they're looking for, um, and the book has got to be done or, or dang near near completion, um, then we then me or Sean and I will sit down and we'll actually make the release schedule for the next year based off of all the information we have and we'll we'll stagger step some things and you know we might move some things around just because we're like oh well let's give this one um, let's start this book off in February because right. this might be a really good book for the month of February um, trying to co- uh, coincide some things with holidays and you know seasons and stuff like that I got you good deal good deal now let me ask you this what got you started into comics man that is a funny story. Well, I think it's funny. Um, all right, so I <laughs> in sixth grade. Did you just say April O'Neil? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm doing that. I, 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 
that wasn't my answer. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually, I have some voting going on on my page. Oh my uh, I have a convention I'm going to this weekend, and I'm voting which uh, new uh, character from T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles need to be added to my print set, as I've already done twelve of them already. Okay, and. Uh, I, I got the voting. It's pretty close between the new April O'Neil and the new cartoon and the classic April O'Neil. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of tallying those up while I'm talking to you guys, too. Oh, classic. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, classic is better. Classic, classic is, is better. better? Classic is better. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not down with this new stuff. No. No. I'm 47 years old, so I grew up with the, I grew up with the Turtles. So... I- all right, all right. You know, it, it, it's like no, the, the 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 two cartoons, the two iterations after it. The only thing I like about the turtles, they did that crossover with Batman. I I did like that, but other um, than that, no, leave it alone, man. <laughs> Some stuff is just best left alone. Oh my, I dig it. I oh dig my it. Goodness, man. Uh, um, but I was in the sixth grade, mm. and I had this uh who was my best friend at the time. His name was Tom. Okay. And I hated comic books. He was reading a book, comic book, and I was like, man, that's stupid. I don't know why you read those <laughs> things. I can't even understand them. And he was like, are you kidding me right now? Are you seriously kidding me? And uh, he said to me that I'm bringing you a stack of comic books and we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> um, if you if you don't like that stack of comic books, we cannot be friends anymore. <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, are you serious right now? Oh, my goodness. And he was like, I'm absolutely serious. Like, I am dead serious. <laughs> oh, man. What are some of your favorite comic book heroes or villains? Oh, man. Well, obviously, uh, the one that got me to actually like those comic books that Tom gave me, mm-hmm. uh, Wolverine. Okay. Uh uh, Wolverine is what made me fall in love with the X Men overall, and then uh, then you know Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man is my boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hot Shot is heavily inspired by Spider Man. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't really have a favorite uh, comic book villain, um, but if we're talking villains, uh, I gotta go with uh, the Evil Queen Ooh. from. Um, once upon a time, Ooh. he is amazing. Ooh. Uh, Mr. That's, Smith that's from the, the first, Matrix. The Evil Queen is the first time I ever heard that. That's the first time I ever heard that. Kudos to you, my friend, because somebody <laughs> will get some normal people will just give you a generic answer like a Doctor Doom or a Magneto oh, no, no, or no. something like that. That that's there you go. That's I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to watch Once Upon a Time. Uh, my wife and my daughter and I, we watch Once Upon a Time together, and um, she is she's the best character on the show. Are you talking she about? Is. Are you talking about that series that comes on ABC? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm familiar. Okay. I got yeah. you. I got you. Um, she's she's the best character on the show, and honestly, I don't know why she wasn't Snow White because she looks way better than who they picked <laughs> for Snow White. Um, <laughs> Snow White looks homely, and Snow White is supposed to be beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Said, but uh, <laughs> I have a feeling Regina, the the woman that they cast as Regina, mm. was the best. She's like the best actress on the show. Right. So they they probably needed her to play the evil queen because she can be evil and she can be good. She just she's incredible. I, I she's my favorite character on the show, but she's my favorite villain. Um, uh, and that goes back and forth between her and Mr. Smith. Okay. Mr. Smith is you know he's he's incredible from you know 
wiping the sweat off of Morpheus' head and smelling it and being repugnant, disgusted by it and uh, just being so casual and nonchalant. Mr. Anderson. Like, just like... Anderson. Yes, Just being so mellow about the whole thing. And and then Voldemort, because he gives no Fs. That's true. Voldemort does not care. That's true. Child... (laughs) Woman, man, you gonna die. That's true. Either way it <laughs> yeah. goes. That's true. Uh, and there's no hesitation on his part either. Like, he just kills you. The only person he really um, hesitates is, is Harry, and that's because he's scared of him. Right. Um, but those are probably, those are probably like my, uh, my top three villains right now. Uh, well, still holding it down. Uh, comic-wise, I'm sure I got some, but... Uh, not significant. Like I, I'm a big fan of Morlin from Spider-Man because mm-hmm. I, I love what they did with the whole um, how he eats uh, those type of people and, and you know uses Spider-Man as a power source and uh, his strength. He's not really strong, but he's strong to Spider-Man. Right. Like right. people of, of of whatever Spider-Man is or whatnot. Right. Um, I really dug that because like if the Hulk was involved in that, that fight be over. But because yeah. it's it's a one-on-one thing with Spider-Man, it was super super challenging. Um, for Peter, and it explained a lot of things. I, I, I really like how they flipped that narrative on its head. Um, another big character uh, for me, and I'm going to go outside of like, and this is like when I got to college, this is when I started reading other books, but Invincible for Image Comics. Okay, I, got, I feel you. I got um, Yeah. And I, and I take that back, and a villain from Invincible, um, dang it, why can't I remember his name? Because it's a, it's a movement. His name is uh, the dude that he fights. Uh, with the robotic arm in Invincible. I can't believe I can't forget it. I can't remember his <laughs> name right now. I, I, that's disrespectful. Um, but uh, and then I'm a huge fan of Naruto mm-hmm. and My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite villain on My Hero Academia is Stain. Absolutely love Stain. Um, if we're talking char- favorite characters outside of the lead characters. When I love an anime, mm-hmm. I love an anime. Maybe. I love the main character. I don't even count the main character as a favorite anymore. I have to find another character as my favorite because I'm I love the lead character. Uh, for Naruto, it's Rock Lee all day every yeah. day. Yeah, all yeah. day every day. Yeah. Um, and then in My Hero Academia, uh, there's so many characters I could barely pick one, but I'm a, I'm gonna go with Grape Juice right now. You watch Dragon Ball? Dragon Ball. I do watch Dragon Ball. I've fallen off of it. Um, no, I did watch Super. I did watch Super. What did you think about Super? Super? I think some of the seasons or some of the episodes in Super were still drawn out. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't need that whole, uh, I didn't need that whole Goku Black thing. We 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 didn't need that. You could have just got right to the contest. We didn't need any of that. We could have just got right to the contest because the contest was the best part. Jen was dope, mm-hmm. but the absolute favorite part: Goku and Frieza teaming up to fight. Death yeah, was banana. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That was crazy because uh, I never would have thought I saw that. Yeah. <coughs> so you gotta give and you gotta give Android Seventeen some props too. I thought he would have. I, I thought he was. Gonna, I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. I thought he was gone. No. Oh boy. yeah, Android Seventeen was the homie. He he, he was represented. The he represented. Um, but I'm shocked you said we shouldn't have gotten the Super Saiyan Black art because if it wasn't for the Super Saiyan Black art, we wouldn't have seen Super Saiyan Rose. You know. You saw- are we talking about the same thing? I'm talking about when he fought uh, the black version of Goku yeah, or whatnot. Saiyan, yeah, and... Goku black. Because we wouldn't have gotten. Yeah, Super, I just we wouldn't have gotten Super Saiyan Rose if it wasn't for that. See, all right, I don't read the manga for Dragon Ball Z, so but see, all that stuff felt like it felt like filler to me. Right. 
because the movie came out, right? Mm-hmm. With Frieza, um, right. with the return of Frieza. Where's and that movie have? was dope. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. And then you get um, Super Saiyan God, the movie yeah. where they where he fights uh, Beerus. Beerus. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Right. So I felt like so the new Super was composed of both those movies extended, mm-hmm. and then I felt like they needed to put something in there to make it longer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no. And I feel more like that because My Hero Academia mm-hmm. gets right to the meat that's true. of it. That's true. That's true. Because it's t- because through Dragon Ball's history, each fight tends to go days. Yes. <laughs> it tends to oh. go days. And I take it back. Uh, another one of my favorite villains is Overlord. Yeah. And his entire team. His entire team. Oh, my God. They are incredible. Oh, my goodness. Well, th- this wouldn't be the DC hub without me asking you. Are you watching any of the CW shows in terms of DC, Supergirl, Arrow? Are you watching any of those shows right now? Not recently. Okay. Um, okay. I I fell off a of Supergirl uh, because I got tired of her saying, "Why I can't do it because I'm a girl." <laughs> that really, really wore on me really, really fast. Um, and then it was a time when Jessica Jones came out too. Oh, so yeah. Jessica Jones wasn't saying that. Right. Jessica Jones was just doing. She stuff. was doing it right. She was just she was showing. Don't judge me as a as a female. Judge me as a person, right. and I can do whatever I set my mind to without always having to say I can't do it because I'm a girl. Like I feel like every time I turned on Supergirl, that's what she was saying. <laughs> um, I've, I've tried I've tried to jump in and jump out of it mm-hmm. and find a point where I can get on, but I just haven't been able to ride with it. Um, How about Flash? Mm-hmm. Was my was my joint, mm-hmm. but I haven't watched the last two seasons. Uh, okay, the the comic book stuff has really kicked up for me um and me and, and my wife and i we watch a lot of stuff mm. uh so some stuff just gets put to the back burner right arrow i hate it uh first two seasons of arrow was solid then after that they just they just went off the wall i can't <laughs> i don't mess with here uh, arrow I feel you. um what is it legends of tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah. i don't mess with it because ain't none of them characters legends <laughs> not one of them is a legend Stop it. Just stop it. Uh, so overall, my, my consensus is I can't mess with the CW shows because the greatest villain in a CW show. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. He finna show us. Is a cell phone. <laughs> the greatest villain in that show. I mean, so many problems would be solved. If they just would not answer their phone, <laughs> finish the conversation that you were supposed to have oh. all season with the woman you love, or your mother, that, or your sister, right? or the friend that's mad at you because you're never around because you're a superhero and you won't tell them. He'll be like, like, Wally, uh. a couple, whatever, he'll be like, hold up, hello, hold on, hello? <laughs> And it'll turn around and the person will be gone. Because you answered your phone in a life or death conversation. Right. <coughs> now, now, let me let me ask you. Do, have, you have you given Black Lightning a try yet? Okay. Black Lightning. <laughs> oh <laughs> Look. I'm not going to lie. I watched Black Lightning mm-hmm. for the people. I, I had to watch it. Right. I was a registered watcher. I had to. Mm. 
and I was getting with it. Mm-hmm. But I hate that damn costume so much. <laughs> it looked like a motel. Hey, we, I call it the Motel Six sign. That's what it looked like, Motel yes, Six sign. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and then stupid stuff just started happening with his daughters. Like, yeah, they were just making dumb decisions, having dumb conversations. Or just saying stupid things. I was like, girl, if you don't shut up, your daddy is a superhero. What's wrong with you? You're really mad. Now, now, Not to upset you got powers. Now, see, here's the thing that I've always been critical of the CW. To me, a superhero show is about the hero learning how to be a hero. I understand uh-huh. you want to give them some type of personality or personal conflict or something like that. But for the most part, if you can stick with the... The action, I think you'd be that much better off. And you're seeing all these, all these shows that they're trying to get into everybody's personal life. And uh-uh. yeah. I, 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 that's the part I don't feel. And then in Supergirl, I'm still trying to wonder why the hell Jimmy Olsen even in the show? What is he doing now? You, you know? Go back to Metropolis, Jimmy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is he doing? Um. As beautiful as Candace Patton is, she is a beautiful woman. I will always mm-hmm. give her her due. She's frustrating as character. She's the most frustrating yeah. character ever. Just take her to the Speed Force and throw her in there. Mm-hmm. Keep her there. And we'll be all right. <laughs> I, I think I officially stopped watching it during the Flash crossover. Okay. When uh, they were fighting the two, the two other characters, the, uh, the lightning chick, or, or what's her name? The um, chick that has electricity or for powers. Um, uh, live, live wire. wire. Live wire. Mm-hmm. Live wire. Yeah. I was, I was upset because Supergirl, Supergirl or Flash did not beat her. A fireman <laughs> off scene with a hose took down live wire. Two episodes of two of the strongest superheroes in the DC universe and a fireman with a hose took her out. Fireman did it. I said I'm done. I'm done. And another thing I'm trying to figure out, if you go back to the episode for a second, how did Siren or Banshee, I meant, Banshee even hit Supergirl to the ground? I'm sure trying to figure that one out. Banshee ain't got no superhuman strength. She, Man. she bitch slapped part of my language. She bitch slapped <laughs> Supergirl. Uh, when it comes to the CW shows, everybody got super strength. Because <laughs> I'm wondering to myself, like, how do you punch Supergirl? Yeah. It's Supergirl. Yeah. But that's what I was wondering myself, man. That's what but, I was wondering. No, myself. I don't. Uh, I, I, I try not to knock it because we need more shows featuring strong female characters right. out here. Um, like I'm a huge fan of Jessica Jones. I think that show is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm w- in Marvel Netflix. We uh, or Marvel Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need Daughters of the Dragon. I need Daughters of the Dragon next. You canceled Iron Fist. Yes. Give me Daughters of the Dragon. Yes. Because Colleen Fist. Wing, Colleen is so dope in that Iron Fist show, mm-hmm. and Misty Knight is dope as well. Yeah. And them two on screen, yeah. their chemistry together is spot on, and. Colleen was the star of the Iron Fist yes, this she season. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Let me ask you this. In your opinion, what does the cancellation of Iron Fist do for Defenders? Will we still get them in Defenders? Nothing. Okay. Um, I believe they already announced they're not going to do another Defenders. Okay. But they can if they want. They, right. uh, uh, the announcement was Iron Fist is going to be canceled, but Iron Fist still 
is around. He okay. still exists in the verse. Okay. He can be on other people's shows. Okay. He just will have um, his own. Gotcha. It, and and take note, season two was a vast improvement over season one. It was. It was a vast improvement on season one. But when Colleen Colleen Wing is a better character. Right. Um she her story was better, her narrative was better. Um uh just her, her character development was better. And Davros was a better like a better character than Danny Rand. And I don't even know how you fix that because the actor who played Danny Rand played Danny Rand. Yeah. Um with, with one key exception someone brought up. Uh, the Danny Rand that we got in Luke Cage when he crossed over, mm-hmm. that's the Danny Rand we should have gotten in season two of Iron Fist. Right, right, right. Why didn't we get that Danny Rand? Because that's who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and that's probably why the show did not do, although everyone said it's better, it probably didn't reach as many people because we saw Danny Rand in Luke Cage and we're like, oh, snap, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. And then we didn't get that one. Man, it's it's crazy, but I'm glad we got the Luke Cage we got. I'm glad yes, we got the yes. Just, I'm glad we got the Jessica Jones we got. Um, I'm glad we got the Daredevil that we got. So those guys, Marvel, Netflix, Mar- Marvel, Disney Channel, are definitely on the upswing. Um, mm-hmm. Let me ask you another question about DC. Do you have the DC streaming app? No, I refuse. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I refuse. I've already had this conversation with my wife. Um, we are only supporting one more streaming app. And that's it. One more, and that's it. Everybody else is out because I, if, cause I'm able to um, stream mm-hmm. all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies mm-hmm. on one channel without having to switch a Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. They getting my money. <laughs> They're talking about a Loki and a Scarlet Witch live-action miniseries. Mm. They get my money. Mm-hmm. Black Panther show, um, uh, Rising cartoon show. They Disney's getting my money for the streaming app. Mm-hmm. We got Hulu. We about to get ready to cut that loose because they they tripping. They are. Um, they are. We go a whole eight months with nothing to watch on Hulu, so right. we about to cancel that. Yeah. We sticking with Netflix. Mm-hmm. We got the Funimation app. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we're going to get Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. That's it. I feel you, man. I feel we're you. We're not streaming nobody else. Now, the one thing that I did, um, I I went to Verve instead of Funimation because Fun, so Verve gives you Funimation as well as Crunchyroll. So I, I do Verve. Uh, VRV. Verve? Yeah, VRV. Verve. VRV. It gives you Funimation and it gives you Crunchyroll all in one app. And your membership for Funimation, I believe, works on Verve as well. I think it's nine ninety nine a month and you get your first 30 days free. I think they're still running that promotion too. Um, and you can get all the latest anime there. You can get Rooster Teeth. You can get... Uh, and, the thing, and the strange thing about Verve, I don't know if you're into that show called Death Battle. I don't know if you've ever seen Death Battle. But all yeah. of those, it, yeah, it's a show called Death Battle, some of the, the Rooster Teeth. And all of those are normally a premium service, but you also get that with Verve for that same 10 bucks. So when they come out with, like, the animated battles when they uh, or the live-action battles, I think the, the last live-action they did was Nightwing versus Daredevil. Um, and that was within the app. So instead of you having to go premium for those guys, you just download Verve, go to the Rooster Teeth section, click on Death Battle, and there you go. 
it's all mm-hmm. there. They they do um com- they do video game battles, they do comic battles. Um, they did a Batman versus Black Panther. Um, they have Black Panther one, that Black Panther winning rather. Um, they do Superman versus Goku. They did two of those, so that's kind of cool to see. <clears throat> Uh-huh. And again, it's just, and it's nine ninety nine a month, and I believe your Funimation login will work with that as well. Let me go back to Andrew over there for a minute with the Justice League. So, that's the Superman shirt, Andrew. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, what else you got for Michael right now? Um, are you watching any of the um? Are you, you watch anything on DC Universe, or do you have it? Uh, no, uh, I'm not going to get it. They will not get the ducats from me. Um, I, I do want to watch Titans. I mean, there is some stuff I want to check out there, but I, I like, uh, like I was saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying another streaming app. Uh, the only one that's going to get my money is going to be the Disney Channel app when it comes out. And that's because I can watch all 21 Marvel movies back to back to back to back to back to back to back and come from my home without having to get up. And you know something else that, you know something else that kind of is cool about what you just said? I'm a big um, Avengers Assemble fan, and mm-hmm. they, they should be streaming all of those on that app, too, <clears throat> whenever it yeah. comes out. Disney's going to be streaming all their stuff. Mm-hmm. All their stuff is going to be on there. And plus, you know, they got obviously they got Fox, so they're going to have tons of stuff on there. So it's definitely going to be worth it, and I think it's going to be a couple dollars cheaper than Netflix. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. What other questions you got for them, Andrew? That's about it. Okay. Um, have you had a chance to read any of the Batman storylines? Uh, the last one, uh, DC had brought me over, man. They had brought me over. I, w- I was pretty much invested. And um, I was reading Zack Snyder's run on Batman. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, I think the, I also read The White Knight with the Joker in it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was reading the Zack Snyder one, man. He had me. He had me all the way. Um, opened up. I was in it. I was loving it. I was digging it, and I, I was really getting behind the idea of Batman and Catwoman getting married. Uh, and then they didn't get married, so I, I immediately pulled it off my pull list. I said, "Fuck I you!" Got- <laughs> like I feel like I feel like they um they're afraid to write stuff that they're not used to, um, because marrying Batman and Catwoman being married. Changes the dynamic of Batman completely, yes, which opens it up to give us so many new stories, um, a new perspective, and seeing a married Batman doing his thing with Catwoman in ways that like we've never seen before, and they punked out, and they so so you you didn't give me the marriage of Catwoman and Batman, but you gave me Batman's penis. That was a trade off. <laughs> I don't like that trade-off. That's that's not a good trade-off. Oh man. Oh man. I often think that DC Comics, and I'm a somewhat of a wrestling fan. You should be a hardcore, but somewhat of a wrestling fan. And I sort of kind of looked at it like this: WWE, they always do stuff that they deem safe. They rarely go off storylines or go off the rails, so to speak, and give us something new, something fresh. And I think in that instance DC Comics did the same thing they were scared to try something new uh, and they decided to go back to old tried and true and that's just completely jacked up because you had us expecting one thing they exactly something else mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> Heck. yeah so not getting yeah I'm not with it 
Because it was like 50 issues, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, it was a dang good run. It was a dang good run. Then they did that. I'm like, yeah, I'm out, man. <laughs> here's, here's my stop. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Well, what what does it take to get noticed by a company like Marvel and DC? Uh... I, I, I don't know if I, I I don't know if I have a clear pre- I don't think there's a clear answer for that. Um, back when I first started doing comic books, I was going to uh, comic book conventions and I was waiting a lot. Back when Marvel and DC were were at Wizard World and things like that, um, I was standing in line four or five hours for a portfolio review. I get the review and then you know they tell me I need to work on this and I need to work on that. Okay. Um, then I go back to another show, repeat the process, work on this, work on that, repeat the process, repeat the process, repeat the process, um, until finally I showed him my portfolio and I was like, y'all gonna have to take me today. And, uh, the guy looking at my portfolio had nothing to say. He just kept shaking his head up and down like, yes, yes. Uh, closed it, told me to come to the back. I went in the back, he opened up my portfolio, flipped through it again and was like, Man, you're a really good storyteller. You got some solid art here, man. Some nice action. You're really good at anatomy. Uh, but sadly, uh, your style's not the style that we're looking for at Marvel Comics. Your style's too urban for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really didn't know how to take that. Uh, you know, the very next day, I'm sitting here thinking, like, urban. Like, so do you mean because my black characters look black and my, my Asian <laughs> characters look Asian? Like, like, what are you really trying to say here? Right. Um, <laughs> And then from that moment on, I just said, you know what? Well, I'm not going to chase after them anymore. Uh, I'm going to let them come to me, right. um, and I'm going to make my own books with my urban style. Gotcha. And that's what I've been. That's what I started freestyle comics. And you know, I, I haven't had the the easiest road, and I've made plenty of mistakes on it. But uh, last year, I, I well, I've been had an Instagram account, but last year on my Instagram account, uh, I put a ton of my art up there, and uh, I was talking on the phone and. Uh, I was looking through my phone because I had my headset on, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, who is this dude right here from Upper Deck? Mm-hmm. And so I looked, and I was like, he was like uh, the contact point man for Upper Deck or whatnot, like a scout talent, a talent scout. And then I was like, Upper Deck just followed me. Right. Like, that's dope. Upper Deck just followed me. All yeah. right, that's what's up. Yeah. Uh, then three hours later, I got an email from him asking me to work on the Marvel line for the sketch cards. Uh, so it is... Uh, number one, flat out being talented. If you are super, super talented beyond doubt, you will get noticed by Marvel Comics. You can walk in, show them your portfolio, or mail them your portfolio, and you'll get hired if you are talented enough. Gotcha. Uh, number two, another way, the other way, persistent, being super, super persistent and diligent. Uh, number three, the other way is someone seeing you on social media, um, using hashtags drawing all the time posting your artwork clearly putting your name on it uh branding yourself putting yourself out there um so those are the only ways that i know how to do it and i'm not even fully and i'm not even fully on board with them um, i'm contracted with marvel through upper deck so right. it's it's a nice plug that i can say that i'm doing artwork for marvel but in reality it's for upper deck right. they just have the license for marvel gotcha. um the only the, the caveat is that is that upper deck has to approve my art and Marvel Comics has to approve my art. Okay, so it's going to approve twice. Okay, okay, yeah. I got you. Um, want to ask you also, and then we'll get on out of here for the night. Um, how do you see African Americans in comics? Do you think we've been fairly represented in comics? Do you think we've gone through a, a somewhat of a downshift? How do you view African Americans African Americans in comics? Um, 
my favorite two have been Icon and Black Lightning. Uh, do you think we've been represented correctly? I think in some instances we are uh, probably not in the beginning. Um, I'm I'm not that knowledgeable in all the old school comic books. Old school for me is the '90s, right? And um, even still, then we were still stereotyped. Uh, but I think definitely now we, with more representation, more people of diverse color and background being hired on um, to these stables, we are being um, we're starting to be well treated in mainstream. But I will say we have always been represented well in the indie scene. Okay. And indies have been doing it way before Marvel, DC, and Image, and everybody jumped on board saying, "Oh, let's hit this diversity trail. Um, let's let's do this because this is what people are wanting." Right. Indies were developing characters and making characters long before that, so we've always been represented in a right light then. Um, but now, you know, um, of course, when you drop a movie like Black Panther and it shatters so many records. Now it's a serious thing. Right. Um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh my God, that movie's amazing. Um, but like, how that that movie wasn't possible ten years ago. Right. Black Panther wasn't possible ten years ago. Right. And and then you can't forget you can't forget Blade. That is true. Blade is what Blade That's is what true. cracked it open. That's true. Wesley Snipes in that, that Blade true. role opened it up. That is true. People love Blade. That is true. People love Blade too. Yep. People are not right with Blade Three, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then you get cartoons. You're in cartoons now, like Rising. Yeah. Rising. Um, my thing with superhero teams is it's always like Power Rangers. It's it's three guys and two girls. Mm-hmm. Avengers. It's mm-hmm. it's seven guys, one girl. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Justice League. Five guys, one one lady. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always out balanced. And you get a cartoon called Rising, and it's five girls and two guys. Right. All, all the characters are different sizes. All the characters from different ethnic backgrounds. Um, your, your lead character is Miss Marvel and Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. Two, two, two uh, groups that are not represented at all, like barely. Right. And now, you know, now we're starting to see that happen more and more and more because they're seeing there's money in it. Right. And I know people will get on their, on their, on their uh, soapbox and they'll be like, they're only doing it to make money. They're only doing it to make money. They're not really behind it. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> they're as long as business. As long as we're there. As long as we're they're, there. Their objective is to make money. Yep. They're going to do the things that make them money. Yep. I don't care why Marvel and DC and Image are giving us, or, or any other comic, or any other mainstream company, I don't care why they're giving us diversity. Right. I don't care about the reason behind it. As long as we get it. I'm happy that it's happening. Right. And don't don't get me wrong, because all of it still ain't good. Mm. Uh, and there definitely can be more of it. Mm. And we need more diversity in the people mm. that are actually making decisions. Mm. Um, with Freestyle Comics, I'm an avid believer in more females in comics, in comics at all. So I make it a point to make sure that we have... Uh, female writers, uh, that we have female people on our administrative team um, because I want all those perspectives. I want all of them. And um, um, our lead uh, uh, executive, uh, no, our lead uh, executive editor, Veronica Smith, she's our lead colorist. Okay. And she is on, she touches all of our books. Um, she comes behind the editors to make sure all of our books are on <laughs> point. Good. And she colors four of our books. Um, we have... Uh, we have uh, like uh, Stephanie, Stephanie Menard. I uh, just brought her on to write uh, *Vigilance*, 
And what we're getting from her, from that female perspective of Vigilance, is exactly what we've been looking for. Because at the end of the day, I, I, I'm a guy. I'm, I've been living as a man for 37 years. I, I don't know all the innards to, uh, you know, the, the little subtleties of a female. Right. I got three daughters and I'm married, but I'm not on the inside, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel uh, you. So yeah. I want that voice to come out. I want that voice to be there. Um, so we're, we're big advocates for it. We're, we're huge advocates for it at Freestyle Comics and Short Fuse Media. Do you think a – how can I put this next question? You bring up females. Um, they bring up the ladies. Uh, do you think if you put a team of ladies together in modern mainstream, do you think that book can go for a long run? I think you can go for a long run with the the right creative team. Okay. I think where um, the mainstream books mess up is they only put a good creative team on the first three issues. Mm. Um, if you and I, I just don't understand that. Like, let a team work that book. Mm. Like, there's a reason Mark Bike, Mark Bagley, and Brian Michael Bendis did a hundred consecutive issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, there's a reason. Um, every story arc you do is not going to be a winning story arc. But they gave them a hundred issues to put out one of the best Spider-Man runs that we've had in history. And it had its highs and it had its lows. But it allowed that creative team to come back and, like, when they lost us for a couple issues, mm. it allowed them to rebound and bring us back. Right. Invincible. A hundred and thirty issues of fire, baby! And the same team. They only switched the artist once, and they brought that artist back. Okay, okay. Corey, uh, Corey, and um, Ryan. Cohesiveness Ryan is the key. So cohesiveness is the key. Um, I like I like the way your mind works on that. Um, not only do we need cohesiveness within the within these books, uh, but we also need it in the front office of these comic book houses as well. Yes. Cohesiveness and diversity. I like that, man. I like that. Andrew, and you, I'm not. And I'm not saying every, and I'm not saying like you, like everyone can't write a different perspective or a different, um, a different culture. I'm not right. saying that it can't be written. Like I'm not saying that a, a a Caucasian male can't write a black female. Right. I'm not saying that at all. It can obviously happen. Um, but it can only happen if they do the proper research. I got you. And and get the viewpoints. Um, we don't have a lot of time in um. Oh, we at, at Freestyle Comics right now. We are making. Uh, we have six books in production. Mm. Um, and we're trying to stu- We're trying to stagger step our release dates. Uh, so, if I can get to the heart of something quickly, that's what I want to do. So, right. um, putting the right people in the right places for us to be able to effectively do our job um, is part of. Uh, well, now it's part of Danny's job as editor in chief, but part of my job as the owner of it um, behind the scenes because. You want to make sure your time is effective. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you want to make sure people are doing the things that they need to do and can do those unhindered. Andrew, do you have anything else before we cut out of here for the night, my friend? No, sir. Michael Watson, owner of Freestyle Comics, editor-in-chief, publisher, rather, Short Fuse Comics. My friend, thank you for thank you for your time tonight. I do appreciate it, man. I know it was kind of quick and sudden, but <laughs> <laughs> but I want I, I was off today did have anything going on so I want to go ahead and, and get you on tonight thank you man 
Oh, man, I appreciate it. Um, and there was nothing wrong with Quick and Sutton because we got it in. I felt like this was a real fun conversation, man. I enjoyed this one a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too, man. Me too. You got a lot of the same interests and stuff like that. I hope you could come on again uh, maybe in a few weeks. Hey, I'll come on tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go. He ready to go. That's what I'm talking about. This yes. is a fun conversation. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys giving me the time to come on here, man. Letting me have the platform. Talk about my little Kickstarter that we're doing at Short Fuse. Uh, you know, please, you know, if you whoever your viewers are, if you can't donate to the Kickstarter, share the Kickstarter. Um, introduce us to your audience. There may be somebody in your circle that likes the book, even though you may think it's trash. Mm. There's there's somebody in your friends list that likes that comic book, and they they need to get a hold of it. Um, so just go on Kickstarter and search Heroes International under Short Fuse Media. Um, I like to shout out my pup uh, Short Fuse think, uh, because they are an amazing company and. Uh, in a year, I've been working with them, and they decided to give me the keys to the kingdom. Uh, I can't thank them enough for that. Uh, I, I'm going to try to steer the ship without crashing it <laughs> as, as best as I can. Uh, Andrew, thanks for getting me on your show, man. Um, you don't understand uh, how much we appreciate your support. Um, it is always a blessing when I when I do something or Cat does something or Sean or anybody else, and I see you're one of the first people to pop in there, man. That... That is that is awesome to see that and thank you so much. He brought me into this. He so you you have another fan right here. <laughs> that's what's up, man. That's what it's about, spreading awareness. <laughs> what do you have any social media that we can follow? Uh yeah, you can look me up on um as Art of Mike Watson on um Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Okay. And then um you can find Freestyle Comics on all those networks. You can find Short Fuse Media on facebook and twitter and um you can also find freestyle comics on tumblr okay okay man i haven't been a tumblr in a minute all right all right ah thank you my friend once again we appreciate the time and we'll have you back on soon cool cool man thank you so much again i appreciate it thank you man all right later thank you for listening to the dc hub podcast you can email us for next week's episode at dchubpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow our YouTube at LegendStormTV. You can follow the links below for our Facebook groups. For DC all the time, this has been DC Hub Podcast.